If you told me three minutes into the game that the Blue Jackets were going to come away with a point, I would have laughed in your face. Somehow they did that. I still don't think it's a good thing, uh, but we'll talk about it on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, my co-host, Hayden Househorn. We're here to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly, mostly that last one today, about your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every single day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on every podcast platform, YouTube, and SiriusXM. If you want to become an everydayer, I also have to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use promo code Locked on NHL to get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Um, that was a bad game. Um, I, I, so full, full behind the behind the curtain uh, disclosure is I recorded an entire episode about this game by myself, and then it was terrible because the game was terrible. So I decided to wait for Hayden, and then we can just rant at each other instead of me yelling into the microphone for twenty three minutes, which I believe was what I did last night. Um, this was embarrassing. And I think people are looking at this as, well, they battled back and it's a good thing. And they showed resilience and they somehow got a point out of it. And like, I don't know if they will have learned anything from this game, because what I think they did learn was that they can be garbage in the first period and get outshot 25 to four or whatever it was and be down three, two after allowing three goals on your first 11 shots. But if they have a good second period to tie the game, then they can just kind of stop trying in the third period. Um, and then losing overtime because of inexcusable, lazy defensive plays from the two big guys that we brought in in the offseason. Ivan Provorov should Ivan Provorov should sit the next game for that turnover. If we're still doing the same accountability that everyone else has been doing, Ivan Provorov should be sitting for a game. Damon Severson apparently doesn't know how to play two-on-ones, despite the fact that he's been playing in this league for like a decade. Um, Spencer Martin is the only person on this team that I'm not mad at, I think is... Let's start there. Let's start with the good from this game. Uh, Spencer Martin was friggin' incredible in this game. And this might be a hot take. The Blue Jackets should start him against Dallas on Thursday. Um, We're not going to talk about Dallas today. We'll talk about that tomorrow for uh, a full game preview, because I think probably most of today is going to be taken up by yelling about how stupid and terrible this team is. But after looking like the worst goalie in the league that he was last season in his first two outings with the Blue Jackets. In his last three games, he has made 35 of 36, 32 of 34, and 35 of 37 saves, um, which I did the math. He's allowed five goals on his last 107 shots for this team. He should have a better record than one and two for that kind of work. Um I'm going to let Hayden talk now because I've been yelling for four minutes. Um, Spencer Martin, best player on the ice last night? Yes or no? I mean, he kept the Blue Jackets in the game, right? He gave the Blue Jackets a chance to win that game. They were in a lead with – they were in a four to three lead after pulling Elvis in the first period. And so 
Like they they had the chance to win. Like they had the lead with one minute and ten seconds left to go, Jay. And they had a chance to get two points on the road against the East defending Eastern Conference champions. And while, you know, they still got outshot tremendously overall, the entire like the entire game was bad. I I, I think the Jackets turned it on there in the third period, but again, there were still some power play opportunities that they didn't cash in on throughout the game. And it's just a lot of the same stuff. And like Frankly, the Blue Jackets are kind of lucky to be back in that game, too. A lot of good bounces their way. Bobrovsky fell asleep in the first period. Like He faced one shot at the beginning of the game, and then the Panthers had the next 21 shots on goal. And then the Blue Jackets scored on the next shot, I believe. So, like, if you don't face a shot for 18 minutes or 16 minutes or whatever it was, like, you're gonna fall asleep. And, like, the same thing kind of happened with the Boone Jenner goal was... If you don't face any shots for 15 minutes, of course you're going to allow two goals on your next five shots or whatever, because this team just... Pulling Elvis didn't even help. Like, they got back in the game somehow, but that was... I would argue that was solely on Bobrovsky not having a very good night, as opposed to the Blue Jackets doing literally anything good, because they were bad. This was a bad game, and I'm mad about how bad it was. Yeah, if they would have gotten two points in this game, that would have been... Just it would have been insane. the luckiest two points this team has ever yeah. gotten. Yeah, it would have been crazy. Now, what's funny is like a couple nights ago, or Saturday night, when they played the Capitals, right? They lost that game two to one, got no points. In my opinion, in my opinion, I felt like they were the better team in that game, got no points. Last night they were the way worse team and still walked out of there with a point. So I don't know how hockey works sometimes, to be honest. But I will say to your back to your original question, Spencer Martin absolutely is the only one that can, you know, skate off the ice and be like, I played a good game because everything else was not that great. You're absolutely right. I mean, even the goal scorers, like, you know, I I had said I'd like to see some of the veterans score and Boone Jenner and Alexander Texier got some big goals. So I was happy for those guys. But, you know, the. Marchenko and Corrali goal, like those kind of felt, I guess the Marchenko goal isn't really an accident when that line seems to be clicking, you know, like they seem to be putting pressure on goalies, which is a good thing. And they get in the puck in important zones and important areas of the ice where they can score. So credit them. But yeah, I mean, they were lucky to be in that game. And I, the, I just watched it again. The pro overall turnover is, is so bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and it's just like Spencer Martin, yeah, was he statistically one of the worst goalies in the league last year? No doubt. I think there is something to be said about he came to this team, Columbus, who had a complete reworking of their defense. He used that defense in front of him, which played very well the first eight, nine games of the season. It felt like the defense was on. Lately, the defense has kind of been pretty bad and starting to get back to its old ways, it feels like. I don't know what so, needs to be go ahead. Just, just one point on the on the defense. Um if Erica Branson is your best player, which statistically speaking he was last night, it makes me want to walk into the ocean and never come back. <laughs> like I'm it's right there. Like I I just gotta go down 17, the ocean's right there, I can leave. Like that's that's how this game made me feel is is that. And then looking at the game scores last night, Erica Branson, I believe, had the best game score. Um, which is kind of calculated on a bunch of different things, shot attempts, possession numbers, um, 
actual points, block shots, giveaways, takeaways, things like that. Eric Branson, statistically speaking, was the best player on the ice last night. Um, he did look really good. I will say that he's he's looking good. Like he's yes, actually the, credit to Eric Branson. He did. I thought he looked good as well, and he has looked good this season, kind of as a whole. In no way, shape, or form should he be the best defenseman on any given night, unless he's the only defenseman on any given night. Like, what are we doing here? Wierenski and Severson were terrible. They fell apart. For some God-only-knows reason, they scratched David Juracek to put Andrew Peake back in, who did exactly what Andrew Peake does, blocked a ton of shots, and was basically invisible for most of the game. Um, Provorov with the turnover, Severson with the, the overtime whatever that was like and i think the 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 frustrating thing for me is if this was a one-off game i would be way less frustrated by it but it feels like this team keeps coming up with new and creative ways to lose games you know they forgot how to score in the washington game um they lost a lead in the ducks game they forgot how to kill penalties in the montreal game like just new and exciting ways for this team to screw up. And now the team's four and eight. They're looking at they look from the outside looking in on the playoffs. Washington's ahead of them. I think Pittsburgh is the only team in the East that's below them in points, which I do enjoy. Um, I will say that. I do enjoy that Pittsburgh is suffering right now. But this doesn't look like a team that's gonna go to the playoffs. They don't look like a team that wants to go to the playoffs, as as you know, based on the effort that we saw on Tuesday night. Monday night. Yeah, it's starting to feel like now they have, you know, six losses in the last seven games. It's starting to feel like for them, they are accepting of their fate, mm-hmm. right? Which is where we're at in the season as fans. Like, we're like, this might as well happen. Yeah. This is starting to look bad again. That stinks. It is too early in the season to be doing that, though. Like, that's the thing. It's that's what's frustrating is it's like, yeah, if this was a one-off game, we wouldn't be mad. But if it was a one-off game, if the Blue Jackets were in a playoff spot, we would we would obviously be fine. But it's like the team played bad there at the end of uh, October, early November. Let's see them start to play better. And now they, they, they had one good game, I think, against Washington over the weekend. Again, I felt like that 2-1 loss, it was a solid team effort. It just – you just didn't get the goals. Um. Monday night they got the goals <laughs> and they didn't have the and then rest everything of else stops working. Yeah. Yes, that's, so it's like... that's and that that's something I kind of want to touch on in the next point. So I think we'll take a quick break, um, and then when we get back, I will continue being annoyed, but probably in a slightly more constructive way. So uh, in a minute, we're going to talk about whether the Blue Jackets have put in a consistent sixty-minute effort at at any point this season for any game. Uh, that's coming up next on Locked On Blue Jackets. First, though, I have to tell you guys about eBay Motors, because passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle, level it up to peak performance from things like superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. They have 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, and you're going to find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or you're going to get your money back, because with eBay Motors, you are going to burn rubber, not cash. All the parts you need at the prices you want, 
It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home a win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Also going to tell you guys about Sleeper, because a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Johnny Goodrow could score 50 goals. The Blue Jackets could win the Stanley Cup. Neither of those things are going to happen, but they could. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. They're our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests. All you have to do is predict the outcome of eight player stats, and you will win 100 times your money on Sleeper. Uh, the app is super easy to use. I like it a lot. Uh, I like it way more than any other daily fantasy sport that I have kind of poked around on. You can also do NFL, NBA, MLB, CFB on Sleeper. And they've got a really cool group chat functionality so you can connect with other fans. Just pick uh, players like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McKinnon, uh, and whether they're going to record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given game and you can win 100 times your money. Start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL, and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That is code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, Hayden. This is kind of a thought that I've been having since last night, because I feel like the Blue Jackets have good periods of hockey. I don't know that I've seen a game yet where they have been the best team for the full 60 minutes. Um, and I, I'm like, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Like, they somehow got out of Tampa with a win. They somehow got out of Calgary with a win. Like, they were the best team for, like, two periods of the Caps game, and then in one period they weren't. And so I'm just wondering if maybe you've seen something different have the Blue Jackets been the better team for a full 60 minutes at any point in this season so far? Yeah, I mean, I I would say in that Flames game, definitely. I thought when the Blue Jackets, that was their fourth game of the season, their fourth straight home game. They won that one three to one, and the Flames had played like three straight road games to start the year. So, like, they were a little tired in that one. But, um, when they played that one, I did feel like, you know, this is this is a full team effort. The Blue Jackets actually looked really good. They looked put together. They created chances that they just, again, they only scored three goals that game. And that is, in my mind, still one of, like, the best games they've played all year. So it's like, that's not a good sign already. Back to last night's, though, real quick. Just thinking about how that game went down. Last night, as in Monday night, of course. I know it's Wednesday now that we're listening to this, but it doesn't make sense anymore. It's no, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But um, I will say like that was a that was a heated game that they played on Monday night. Like, right. Like there was a lot of emotion in that one. There was fights for no reason. I do still love that Dmitry Vronkov is skating around. The only language he speaks is fists right now, because like <laughs> unless he's speaking Russian to Kirill Marchenko, he's not speaking any English. So he's just speaking with his fists. And he seems to love his teammates, or at least love the opportunity to defend his teammates, which I think is a good thing for a rookie to establish himself in that way and still be scoring points. But the Blue Jackets have been playing in these emotional games and have like lost themselves and forgotten, like they've forgotten how to close out a game, how to play a full 60 minutes, like we've said here in this segment. But 
more importantly, Jay, they they've also learned like they can't just you know throw in the towel the last two minutes of a game. You need to be tighter on defense. You need to make smarter you know zone exits. Like things need to be cleaner for Columbus right now. And I feel like even though they haven't played a full sixty minutes, because I think even if you if you went back to that Calgary game that they won three to one, you could still find a time where they just got dominated. I'm sure. They are. They have the. They they have like some bright bright moments that I don't think Brad Larson teams had in years past. So I'm still encouraged. I'm still glad that they got a point Monday night because, I mean, at this point I'm not even looking at Metropolitan standings. It's it's November seventh when we're recording this. I'm already I'm already clicking the wild card button right now. I'm already clicking the wild card button and the Blue Jackets right now. Sit uh, two points out of a wild card behind the Islanders who hold the, the eight spot and they have uh, two games in hand. So some work to be done, Jackets, some work to be done. This team is not ready to contend. They are ready to be competitive. And I think that might be what was so annoying about about this game. Um Sergei Bobrovsky was out of the net for three minutes of this game, and watching them try to score in an empty net was genuinely comical. Um, and I think that that was the frustrating thing was, yeah, this game was winnable. They had that awful first period. The game was somehow winnable anyway, and then they were 54 seconds away from walking out of there with two points in regulation, which if you told me that six minutes in, I would have, again, I would have laughed in your face. But... I guess my next question, um, which we'll talk about in a second, is what happens now? What does this team do to get back into the wins? Because obviously they broke a winning streak against Tampa and then played well against the Capitals. And now Dallas is coming to town. And we'll talk a little bit specifically about Dallas in tomorrow's episode. But when we get back, uh, I want to ask you kind of, what needs to change with this team for them to get back to the team that we kind of saw at the start of the season that has all of this potential. So we'll do that in a second here on Lockdown Blue Jackets. Before we do that, I've got to tell you guys about FanDuel. Uh, I hope you didn't put any money on the Blue Jackets winning the game last night, uh, but if you did, then you should have done it at FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers are going to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. $150 if your team wins. Literally, all you have to do is go and look at the heavy favorite in the NFL, put 5 bucks on them. If they win, you get $150 in bonus bets. You can use those bonus bets on literally anything else on the website. Spreads, player props, over-unders, go to a different sport, put money on the Blue Jackets, losing every single game from now until the heat death of the universe. I don't know if FanDuel has specific odds for that, but they might. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And also us, the Locked On Podcast Network. Okay, Hayden, I asked you before the break, what does this team do now? Like, what what needs to happen for this team to win in Dallas tomorrow night? Man, they just... They gotta... They, we say this every single time, but they gotta score goals. That's a given. That has to happen, obviously. You win games by scoring goals. That's a stupid point by me. 
they got to play better defense. The defense has to be sharper. I mean, it's just – it's falling apart. Provorov looks lost now, and he just – I think Provorov is like – in a, in a lot of ways, goalies need confidence. I think Provorov as a defenseman needs his confidence back somehow because he looks lost out there. It looks like he's making mistakes, and that's frustrating. Uh, Zach Wierenski doesn't look like the same player right now either, and I feel like – Damon Severson's kind of being hurt by that because he's supposed to be playing with uh, Zach Wierenski, who's one of the top five highest paid defensemen in the league, and he's making mistakes too. So, I mean, maybe part of this is just still early season kind of woes. That could be a thing, but that that would be taking the easy way out by explaining that. I think the defense is playing bad. Um, I don't know. I think – the fact that Chinnikov has been in the lineup, I think, has helped the team a lot. He seems to be playing with the spark in the first two games he's been back, so I'd like to see that going. I don't know. Just play better defense. <laughs> don't look like the Brad Larson Blue Jackets anymore. Like this is That's what they looked like last night. That's right. true. They looked like the right. Brad Larson coached Blue Jackets. Um, I fully agree. About, about the defense, I think Ivan Provorov has been excellent offensively and is lacking something defensively. So I wonder if there's something that, like, I personally, I know that Wernski and Sieberson have been excellent together. If Provorov plays in Dallas, which I assume he will, because I don't think he'll get a healthy scratch for that turnover, even though he probably should. Um, do you put Provorov and Sieberson back together? Do you... Like put Yerichek back in the lineup, take Andrew Peak out. I wonder if that was partially why Provorov had such a rough night uh, because Andrew Peak doesn't know how to play defense. If you're not, if he's not blocking shots, um, that might be mean. If you're, if you're related to Andrew Peak and you're listening to this episode, I'm very sorry, but he had a rough night, and I think you can, I think you can understand that. Um, I think you need to do something. I don't think that third pairing needs to be changed, but kind of uh, we've talked about this before. Of you know. The if your best defense pairing is the third defense pairing, like you've got to pick, you've got to mix things up. In the same vein, I thought the Blue Jackets' best line last night was that fourth line of Corrali, um, Danforth, and Olivier. Which that's probably the first time I've ever said that the Olivier line was the best line, but it was. Um, they were the only line that didn't get absolutely dominated in terms of possession. So you've got to mix things up. Patrick Lyonnais not back. He's probably not coming back for at least a week, maybe longer. You can't keep putting placeholders on that line with Fantilli and hoping that everything is okay. You need to figure out an option for that. But yeah, I completely agree. The defense needs changing up, which is annoying because I feel like literally two episodes ago, we were talking about how fun it is that the Blue Jackets have had the same six defensemen in the same configuration for the past like eight games or whatever. Um, so mix it up. Something's not working. Maybe they just had a bad game. But... If I'm Pascal Vincent, I'm looking at the line combinations I've been using. The Ruslovic Gaudreau Jenner line isn't working. Um, I think Fantilli has gone a little bit cold because he's got a rotating door of wingers, which again, I get it, line is out, but he needs consistency. He's 19 years old. Um, the Cylinder line I thought was fine, I guess. It wasn't terrible, um, which I think was probably the best you could ask out of out of that game, but put all of your players on post-it notes and then move them around on the locker room whiteboard until you find a different combination. Because right now what's happening isn't working. And that's kind of, that's kind of all I have to say about that. It'd be, it'd be 
pretty hilarious if Johnny Gaudreau started on like the third or fourth line. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, and like that's be- not what I'm saying here, but right. something's up with Johnny Gaudreau and the line mates he has right now aren't working. Um, there was a line in preseason, uh, and I don't know, I don't remember if it was Jenna Gaudreau Texier, maybe, but that line looked incredible. Try that. Re- reunite the Gaudreau Jenna uh, Marchenko line that they finished last season with that was really good. But Jack Rostovic has to come off that line because the hot streak's over. He's back to the Jack Rostovic that we all know that he is, a third-line winger. And I think he's dragging that line down. And just everyone, no one on that line was particularly good, I don't think. But Rostovic, to me, has really kind of been struggling the past couple of games. So, mix it up. I don't don't care what you do. Just don't put the same lineup on the ice that you put on the ice against Florida. Right. It it seems like it seems like right now the one thing the Blue Jackets are struggling with is having guys play elite hockey night in and night Mm -hmm. out. Consistency is a big problem. Like and and that's maybe that's the difference between a good NHL team and a bad NHL team. Is the good NHL teams have elite talent that plays well, plays elite hockey every single night. It's Mm -hmm. one thing to just in a practice or a preseason game, or even in one regular season game, look like you have all the offensive skill in the world and put up six, seven goals on the scoreboard. But can you do that in the next night against the Toronto Maple Leafs? Like, that's the, that's what's tough, right? Right. And, and, like, in fairness, the Blue Jackets are a very young team. We're going to get growing pains like this. And so I think this entire episode has been, has been me overreacting. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and so I am telling myself more than anyone else, calm down. This team will even out. Um, there's a I'm gonna retweet it onto the show Twitter, but Micah McCurdy, who's one of my absolute favorite hockey statisticians, uh, tweeted out what the score lines look like and like how the goals look for each team. And the Blue Jackets are basically on a flat line at the minute, which is great because yesterday it looked like the start of a roller coaster where you have that like a hundred foot straight drop. Um, not yesterday, excuse me, last season. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's it's not even late here. That's not my that I have no excuse. It's fine. Um I'll I'll put I'll retweet onto the show Twitter. The Blue Jackets this season are night and day from the Blue Jackets last season. So like it's not the end of the world. They have bad games. I just feel like they've had a handful of bad games in a row that have been di- bad in different ways. And that's kind of concerning me. Because if the team was bad the same way. Every single night, I'd be like, okay, well, here, there's something to work on. But it feels like every time they fix something, they find another problem. You know, it's every time you, you plug a leak in a boat, another one starts. Um, and mm-hmm. I have I just, faith in Pascal Vincent to figure it out. But we're running out of time. You've got two weeks until American Thanksgiving, if my math is right. If you're not in the playoffs then, you're probably not going to be in the playoffs in April. Yeah, no, you're you're so right. And honestly, Jade, this is the biggest week for them because in the next seven days, they play four games. They play four games. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, are they going to have eight points or are they going to have zero more points in the standings? Like, it, it could be a huge swing, probably somewhere in between two and three points is what they'll end up having in the next mm-hmm. four. If I had to give an honest prediction right now, the team is struggling to play – like energetic high level hockey night in night out they can do it on some nights but they can't do it every single night i still feel like they're playing mildly disciplined out there which is weird to say but they just look they you're right they look tired they look like they're 
They just look like they just don't want to be out there at, at other times. Like it's weird. Um, and I don't blame Vincent. Like he's trying, he's doing the best he can from, from what I see, but uh, yeah, they play the stars, Detroit, New York, Pittsburgh, all in the next six. That's that's three winnable games. And, and the stars who are a legitimately good team. Yeah. I mean, I'd say, I mean, in the NHL, it's four winnable games. Like, that's the, that's the way they have True. to look at this. The Stars have lost two in a row. The Red Wings have cooled off. Rangers have heated up, so that's going to be tough because then you go you go to New York. Too the Rangers long. have lost Shesterkin, though, which is a bit and, – and Adam Fox is injured as well, I believe. So that's a big I might be, – I might be incorrect on that, but I believe that's their two biggest guns are currently out of the lineup. So that feels like a winnable game to me. Um, We're going a little bit long here, so we'll wrap it up. Uh, We'll be back with you guys tomorrow to talk a little bit more about Dallas, uh, what the Blue Jackets did last game that sunk them, and what they need to do this time to not lose embarrassingly. Um, Which, frankly, I will take a loss that isn't embarrassing at this point. But I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find Hayden over at HaydenH971 on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show at LO underscore Blue Jackets. You can email us at LockdownBlueJackets at gmail.com if you have complaints, uh, criticisms, comments, questions, anything like that. Don't email complaints to me. I don't know why I said that. I don't want you to email complaints to me um, because that seems mean, frankly. Um, tomorrow we'll talk about the Dallas game. Uh, thank you once again for making us your first listen every day. If you want to be an everydayer, you can find us on uh, all podcast platforms, on YouTube and on SiriusXM. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.